we bring you the shocking cases of youth crime, don't we, unfortunately, often with heartbreaking consequences. Now, as the crisis escalates, there are growing calls to hold negligent parents responsible for the actions of their own children. It follows a landmark verdict in the United States where a Michigan mother was found guilty of manslaughter over a fatal shooting that was actually carried out by her teenage son. To discuss this, let's bring in News Corp education editor Susie O'Brien and former detective Peter Moroni. Good morning to you both. Susie, first to you, you've written on this. How responsible do you think parents are for crimes of their kids? Well, I think some parents aren't responsible enough. I mean, they should be held to account. I mean, there are a lot of really good parents out there with struggling with wayward kids. You know, they're out trying to find them at night. But there are also a lot of kids where parents don't know where they are and they simply don't care. And when we have cases of 10-year-olds robbing people at, with machetes in the middle of the CBD at midnight, you have to start thinking, where are the parents? What are they doing? Why aren't they doing more to look after their kids. Yeah, look, in the US this was a fascinating case because the mum actually gave the son a gun. Mm. He took it to school um, and, you know, so, so there will be different circumstances in Australia. But as far as a child's upbringing affecting their, um, their, their crime, I guess, um, Peter, in your experience, does that have much of an impact? Yeah, it certainly does. And that, from my experience, certainly, is that a lot of my policing was done out in, in the southwest parts of Sydney in, in low socioeconomical areas. And we always saw a, a predominant rise in crime from children from those areas. Uh, unfortunately, and I think as Susie said in her article yesterday, statistically, there is a link uh, between those type of kids in those upbringings uh, moving towards crime, say, more than others. But it's certainly a debate. I think it's a good debate, and I think it certainly needs to be had because youth crime is out of control in this country, uh, in Queensland, New South Wales and Victoria, so we have to start to look at doing something. So, Susie, look, the precedent's been set in the States now, not here in Australia, but what do you think should happen here if parents um, whose kids are committing crimes out there, should they be charged? Should they be punished? Well, I don't think there's a um, one-size-fits-all uh, solution. I think you would have to look at the, the um, individual cases. But certainly where you have instances where parents know their children are leaving the house with machetes, with guns, um, in the middle of the night, what are they doing? Why aren't they doing more? And at what point is there a greater responsibility that should be levelled on parents to take some responsibility for their kids and for their kids' actions. Peter, and already... Sorry, sorry um, Susie, to cut I was just going to say, already people can be charged in Australia if there is a direct link between the crime, for example, mm. if they have given them the gun and the gun is used. So we do have those laws, but I think people would like to see more laws um, control this kind of area. Peter, that sounds really good, doesn't it? Um, that parents should be... Where are the parents? That's what a lot of people say um, in, in these sort of crimes. Um, and we know um, you've been out there. But it's not as easy as that, is it? Often it's no. generational disadvantage no. and the parents are not capable of being there. So it's complicated. 
Uh, no, absolutely, and Susie's spot on. There's already existing laws in this country for us to deal with someone that has a direct nexus involving that crime. That already happens. We've certainly laid charges in the past for parents that have been connected to crimes their children have committed and the parents have helped in some capacity. That's there. But you're right, it's not a one-size-fits-all, Nat, but I think it's a very good discussion that we can start to have how that's going to actually play out for us, how that's going to be rolled out and how that will work, that'll remain to be seen. But I think it's certainly something we've got to start to look at that, you know, some kids do come from disadvantaged homes, I accept that. Some of the youth crime that I used to deal with, they come from not broken homes. They come from very wealthy homes. Mm. So it is a difficult discussion, but I think certainly we've got to perhaps start to have it. Mm. Yeah, it's a tough, right. tough discussion to have and, and every situation's different, isn't it? Susie, mm. Peter, thank you. Yeah. Pleasure. And we Thank have you. to start having more of it, don't we?